The framework of business is completely different in the new normal. To explore culture as the strategy, we have to look in places we haven't before. Looking into company culture from the C-suite to employees and from Fortune 500 to startups. It's time to understand the human side of company culture and the new shape it is taking. This is the conversation on Culture Factor 2.0, and I'm your host, Holly Shannon. Yours truly is a nimble team housed in a boutique hotel. They opened during COVID, the worst time in history, and yet they are making aspects of the hotel work. I know this from the inside out because I live and work here. I moved in on September 4th. My office is basically an extra large living room, also known as their lobby. Yours truly has some very unique spaces for co-working with outdoor access, um, and they have some great spaces for events, and they're doing uh, their level best to uh, carry on all the COVID restrictions necessary and keep everybody safe. There'll be a 10% off for your reservation if you want to come stay here, but let's get started with the team, and this is Culture Factor 2.0 with Yours Truly Hotel, part one. So we're here today with Julia Quinn from Yours Truly. Welcome to the Culture Factor 2.0. Thank you for having me, Holly. So I met Julia um, in the strangest of ways as I was driving down from Connecticut um, and on my way to D.C. looking for a place to stay and was hitting a lot of walls during COVID finding an Airbnb. Um, and found Yours Truly Hotel. And uh, so I've been living here, and uh, Julia really helped me out with that. So thank you, Julia. You're welcome. I was <laughs> greeting you with a, with a rolling cart at the front. You're like, who is this person? <laughs> but we were excited to have you guys and became a part of the team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so talking about team, actually, and, and what the show's all about is company culture. And it's one of the things that is so evident that there's like a very healthy, amazing company culture here. So... Julia's main focus, your director of sales? Director of sales and marketing, yeah. Okay, so she's been working, um, obviously, with group sales coming in for corporate retreats, for events, and that type of thing. So COVID came in um, and just basically flipped everything. So how are you managing that? What does that look like for yours truly? Yeah, um, so I think we started off, we had a, about a, I had 11 people on the team getting geared up to open this new brand after renovation, coming off um, the Wing Hotel into yours truly. So a lot of things were going to happen. And um, we had a PR company, social media company, you know, everything you need to for a successful launch. So, um, but then March comes and uh, COVID hits and unfortunately, um, business subsides immediately. It wasn't even over a process of time. It just was overnight and so right now we went down to two people it's just me and another colleague um, who are working together but really the core um, of the team kind of maintain the culture and who's been here has remained which is our executive team uh, Chris um, RGM and a couple of other players so we've remained the same I think so over the time of COVID and a time of adjustment and also a time of the launch of the new brand we all kind of stuck together and I think our big team became a small but a very mighty team. And so we jumped in and um, we kind of really leaned in, on, uh, leaned in on each other and uh, supported everybody in every aspect, right? So director of sales and marketing became a front office agent. You know, Chris became the ballet guy. And so everybody for the first 
two months of COVID was just doing everything and anything. So I think that kind of really tested our our team strength and just the abilities and versatility that we have in the team. Um, so I think get also verified that we're we're there for each other and we can keep growing on that. So as long as we, as soon as we identified that was the core, we're able to build on on the culture and kind of spread it throughout the the team as we were rehiring for the restaurant team and getting a couple more agents in the door for at the front desk. Um, I think that really just unified us more and created a better core. Yeah, it's it's a phenomenal team. I mean, I'm obviously living and working here, so I'm seeing it day in and day out. And there's no job too big or too small for anybody on the team. Yeah. I mean, I see that. Uh, I see the GM bussing the table because <laughs> it has to get done, kind of thing. And um, I think he secretly wants to be a bus boy. But. <laughs> But I think the flip side of that is that, um, you know, obviously that higher level of the executive team is a not above doing anything. And the flip side of that is the um, the younger crew, if you will, um, that maybe is serving, they're allowing them to manage. And I think that that's a really great thing because uh, it sort of brings back to what where I've gone with um, the podcast is leading where you are. And uh, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so with COVID, you've had to adjust events and, and things like that. What, what are you guys doing to try and keep the lights on, but keep everybody safe? Yeah. I mean, I think um, a lot of our work, um, the two of us, my colleague Sarah and I um, just reposition ourselves, our old clients, Still have some business, but I think they're still in a recovery mode as well, just because the bigger meetings are not there. So we have um, had to learn new skills as we came into the process. So Sarah is doing weddings. She's never done weddings before. So she's targeting small weddings, uh, 15 to 30 people. She's trying to figure out how to um, target uh, target packages, create like micro weddings, mini monies, like everything, the new terms that arrived in the market with COVID. So she, she's focused on that a lot. Um, and really we're just, it's a non-traditional business targeting. It's not through just pure prospecting. It's social media, getting the right people in the door, showing cases, letting, letting them have events in our spaces and let them showcase and speak for us what it represents to them. So we've, we've got a lot of leads just getting some people in the door for us um, through the weekends. So like just coming up the weekend, this weekend, I have four leads in my inbox because I had an influencer in-house celebrating a birthday safely in one of our spaces. So that's kind of a new strategy that we never would come probably in normal times before. Um, but really just everybody, at this point, we're involving everybody we know in the market to support us and help us find small stuff. And I mean, it's working in a lot of ways. Like with, um, September was a month for us, a great September, October was a great month for us where every weekend we had something going on in the space, small stuff, but something was going on. So um, definitely good, um, good teamwork and just good, good, good connections with, for both of us. The, the gift of the um, layout of yours truly is you have, um, the outdoor space in the back, you have some outdoor spaces off of your corporate rooms and you have a whole front lobby, which has these amazing scissor windows that are basically floor to ceiling doors wide open, which is kind of nice. So I think it's allowed you guys to be creative, which is 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in this time, everybody wants to be outside or have some sort of airflow come through. And um, it's been the biggest seller for us, for the two of us. And then food and beverage team definitely doesn't hurt, doesn't hurt to have an amazing food and beverage team who is locally very connected, uh, locally rooted, um, uh, very um, flexible on what you want to create, what how the seating works. And so I think overall, again, this teamwork comes through where we all know, like, it doesn't matter if it's a five people event or, you know, a 50 people event, which is the limit right now in DC, the attention you get is the same exact thing because we all want to make sure everybody's getting the same experience coming through our doors right now, especially now. Obviously, it's a hospitality thing to be, um, to be on, the, on, on deck for everything, but now it's more than ever because we we're truly fight for every event to, to come through and believe in us and you know, spread the word through through the city and to their friends outside of the city. So we never thought that, I mean, we always obviously strive for the best, and but none of us really anticipated get, hitting five on TripAdvisor within you know three months of being open. So as a new Fred hotel in COVID. So being five and maintaining that really just, it's a hundred percent every, like, um, attributed to everybody on the floor and everybody be, obviously behind the, be, um, in the back of the house working hard as well. But it's just, um, it's, it's a different, mix, you know, it's a different mix of business now. It's a different, um, it's always, you know, ever changing, uh, but the team has been consistent. You know, I'm always talking about leading where you are um, on this show. Is there anything you'd like to share with um, people who, they don't have to be in hospitality, obviously, um, but uh, because of the management level you're at, you know, is there anything that you would share with people about, you know, taking advantage of where they are in, in business right now? So, you know, leading by example, I always try to do something that my 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 team can see me do and follow my footsteps and that hopefully will encourage them to be better but to adjust to, to times to difficult times and i think kind of persevere and keep moving um i think it makes you a strong leader and i think that what all of us were able to adjust as leaders were able to um, shift our team to follow our example and i think that's what you know if you're in a re leadership role right now especially in hospitality in any travel industry really right now where you're, you pretty much have skinny teams right now. There's not not a lot of staff that you're used to. We got really spoiled by having great teams, big teams um, throughout different properties. There's really, you know, this is the time to shine as a leader. Um, if you can survive this and you can, in the next couple of years, it's going to continue probably for a little bit for us. Um, just to continue pushing through, your team will follow. Right? I think that's if you're if you're successful. So I'm lucky to have Sarah on my team. We're Kind of share a brain <laughs> in a sense so i think we're we move somewhere in the same direction here nice i think that's great advice um i think wherever you are if you can always be thinking of yourself as a leader and hope that people that you're leading by example yeah. it doesn't really matter where you are i think those are great those are that's great advice actually for yeah. people to i mean you said it best it's like when to see your team sees at your bus and tables if you're general manager of a hotel who doesn't have to really do it, uh, is busting out tables on a busy day, then, you know, nobody's above anything, right? And so I think that gives you, really humbles you and makes you understand that, um, you know, this is the time, like if times are bad, you know, so you have your general manager is gonna be there to catch you. He's, this is kind of his mantra, like he, he always led by example. And I think most of us who are still here 
probably all of us who are still here and started from the beginning three years ago as a team, because we've been a team. The core has been here for about three years when we took over the property. We all initially came because of him, right? We really loved his drive and um, his personality and his um, uh, energy. And I think energy was key for everybody to join the team. At least I did for sure. Um, so, and I think it just carried on for the last three years. And then when COVID hit, it just jumpstarted again. This is great. I can't thank you enough. I, I really appreciate you sharing that with the audience. And uh, we're going to be having the whole team on tap um, through this podcast. So we'll have Perfect. an opportunity to talk to everybody. Um, but um, thank you, Julia. And what I'd like to do um, is in the show notes, I will have a unique link for um, yours truly. So if anybody wants to have a conversation with uh, Julia, if you're in the DC area and you're going to be having any type of small corporate retreat or private event that is um, managed very carefully, delicately, mm -hmm. with all the COVID restrictions in yeah. place, um, she'll be the person to get in touch with. Yeah. So. Taking everything in. Thank you, Holly. Yeah. Thanks for coming <laughs> on the show. I appreciate course, it. Yeah. So today I am also speaking with Justin Weiss and um, he's been managing the restaurant. Uh, we'll ask him for his exact title, but um, he probably won't really care to share that so much because he's all about blurring the lines of leadership. So welcome to the show, Justin. Thank you, Holly. I'm delighted to be sitting down with you. Excellent. Excellent. And um, so let's just dive right into that concept. Um, you know, you've, uh, I've been here a long time, as you know, and you have been an amazing leader. I've, I've watched you move uh, gracefully and quietly through um, the whole restaurant area. So maybe you could tell us a little bit about what you do and um, how you want to work with the leaders here and be seen as a leader. Yeah. Well, thank you. It's very, very kind. We have a really great team, so looking like a leader is pretty simple here. Uh, when, when I'm running the restaurant and really the team's running the restaurant, when I'm on the floor with them, it's just making sure that everyone has the support they need, communication's tight and people, people feel the freedom to be themselves because when we bring people onto our team, we bring on people and not skills. And we teach them the skills that they need to be successful, but everyone who's here is just a wonderful person will always look out for our guests. And so my whole job is to set them up to succeed and to really set up the managers on the floor to work with their direct team members to make sure that you know that you're special to us. I do feel special when I'm here, but there is definitely, it is hard to tell sometimes who is the manager, who is the server, um, you know, one, one of your extraordinary uh, people that have served us many times is Gus. Um, she is truly a rock star. I don't know that I've ever met anybody who is so genuinely happy all the time. And I, I think she, she must sleep happily too. Like, I mean, she's just somebody who admits that. But um, being able to take the lead on the floor and feel comfortable um, leaning in on her manager to maybe do something that she traditionally would do is something that I've noticed. Is it, was that by intention that you put that together? I think Gus is one of our more experienced uh, team members, and she's she's definitely worked in hospitality and really understood the steps and the skills. 
she's just relentlessly enthusiastic and energetic, and I can't keep up with her. Um, <laughs> I haven't got any rollerblades, but that's really what I need. Mm. She she lets us know what she needs, and she's very good about it. So I think Saturday she gave me a list of feedback she had from Friday shift, whether it was on our new menu or the layout of the uh, computer system that she punches the order into. There was a button I forgot to program properly, so she put that on the list. And it's it's a two-way street where we try to set her up to succeed, but she also gives us the info we need to help make her successful. And there's very much a anything that needs to be done is our job to do. It's not Gus's job. It's not pick a host, pick a service assistant. No, whoever can do it is going to do it. And if that means that Max or Pierre or Tim is busting a table, they're busting a table or answering a phone, whatever needs to get done. And I think one of the cool things that might make it harder to differentiate roles here is our lack of a uniform. And we go very much with a style guide. And everyone wears their own clothing. So it can even be a little hard to tell sometimes who works here, I think. But you would, you would have that perspective better than I do. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, sometimes it looks like I work here. <laughs> There's an outstanding offer just, just for clarity's sake. Uh, well, I, you know, I definitely work, what is it, table 10 is my office, I think. Uh, I don't know what table that is. Uh, table 12. Table, table 12. 12, sorry, yes. Yeah. That, that is officially my office. Um, yeah, you know, I, I just love that um, you give the bandwidth to the people that um, work for you to um, not just do their job, but give them the ability to lead um, you know, the, the fact that you said that Gus, you know, showed you a list on Saturday of all the things that needed to be tended to, um, in a lot of companies, people would be afraid to present their boss with a list of things that maybe got missed or have made her job needed to change for her to work successfully. I mean, that's a really tough, you know, usually they let those things slide under the rug and hope somebody figures it out, and, but it doesn't come from them. Right, the kill. You don't want to be the the messenger. Yeah, look, I would not describe Gus as cheerful. She is, uh, <laughs> she is certainly. I mean, she's wonderful, but she does not hesitate to do what needs to be done or communicate what needs to be communicated. Mm -hmm. uh, and the the team that I work with and for, I mean, working for Chris and Kirk, I get the exact same latitude. And I think communication and the understanding that we're going to make mistakes is a huge part of that. And I know one of Kirk's big contributions every time we do a pre-meal and we all talk as a team, he is apt to say, don't be afraid to make mistakes. Own them. Be strong and wrong. But trust your gut. Use your training. Use your instincts. And feel the, the empowerment to go and do what you think needs to be done for your guest and for your team. And look, we're... We're going to live with mistakes. Uh, if if we let perfect be the standard, we're going to fall short every day, and we're going to be afraid to innovate or, or take a risk that can make something special. And getting everything right, it's important. Right? You, you order something, you expect what you order to show up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if that's the end all and be all, we haven't done our job. Kirk and Chris give me a ton of latitude to come up with 
sometimes outlandish ideas. And, you know, I, I'm wrong a lot. Um, and I certainly hope that the rest of our team feels that same latitude. It's some of the best experiences I've ever had in a restaurant when a mistake was made. Because when a mistake's made, you find out whether or not someone really does care. Mm, well said. Well said. So when a mistake is made is when you find out if someone really cares, right? And I really like the other statement you made. Um, I know you said that came from uh, Kirk, be strong and wrong. But um, it's become part of your company culture. It's been uh, trickled down because you obviously give that You've been given that latitude, like you said, by Kirk and Chris. So by the same token, you give that latitude to your team. We have a very eclectic group of personalities on our management team, as you, mm -hmm. I, I'm sure, have noticed. It's all great. I love uh, it. Yeah, we have the, the big, boisterous extrovert who doesn't hide an idea. Mm -hmm. We have the quiet intellectual who, when she speaks, she's just right. Um, and, and very observant. And then we have someone who who is a sponge and takes everything in and synthesizes it. And then there's however, whatever bucket I belong in. Um, but it's a really well-balanced team. And that also helps cover for, for mistakes because if we miss in an area, we've got someone who's very strong. Mm. I, I think that is actually part of your culture. Um, is the diverse personalities. I think that that is something that is um, evident with your team and um, part of the strength of why it works so well. They're, they're all so wonderful. Yeah. Um, so different and so wonderful. And even every department, really, the service team, none of them really come at taking care of a guest in quite the same way. They may come from the same place caring, but the blend of skills or approaches, even level of formality, they're, they're all different, sense of humor different. I mean, it's, it's really cool to watch each of them apply their, their care for our guests in a different way. Exactly. Well, it sounds like a little bit of that be strong and wrong is good. Um, but it sounds like there's a lot of be strong and strong and right happening here. So uh, I think you guys are nurturing the right culture. I, th I think it's great. I, look, I'd love to be strong and right all the time, but <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go strong and wrong plenty today. <laughs> I think we all do that. So uh, this is great, Justin. Thank you for uh, coming on Culture Factor. I uh, think you had a lot of really great things to share. So well, I've had a good time. Thank you all. Appreciate being here. So today I also have Nick Allen from Yours Truly Hotel on the show. And um, he has worked uh, initially with the front desk and housekeeping as their director, but has morphed into absorbing some other departments and changing a little bit of the structure because of COVID. So I would like to welcome Nick Allen to Culture Factor 2.0. Hi, Nick. Hi, thank you. Um, good morning, Holly. How are you? Good, good. So um, maybe you can share with our listeners, uh, you came to yours truly as director of front desk and housekeeping. Um, that has shifted, as I said. Um, and you have a really amazing team up there that has also shifted and worked around that. So maybe you could tell us a little bit about what that looks like. 
Yeah, so I'll say, you know, ever since um, COVID happened and the hospitality world's definitely uh, taken a hit and it's changed everybody's job and kind of how you run the business and operate, um, you know, since it started out, obviously, you know, you had your traditional departments, your front desk, your engineering, your housekeeping, your restaurant, and people kind of stuck in their lane. Um, and I'll say, you know, ever since the COVID and the change, um, it's definitely knocked down those those walls and it's kind of brought everybody to the forefront of, hey, it's one team. So it's creating that team and having the people in a place that's willing to jump in and help out where needed. Um, so, you know, it's one day I'd be working the front desk, but I'm also making the housekeeping boards. And, you know, when I can get off that front desk shift, I'm going to go inspect the rooms. Um, it's definitely jumping into other departments and helping where needed. Um, even since picking up engineering, I'm also, you know, working with the HVAC and all the other um, uh, technical services that end up coming in um, while still covering the front desk and housekeeping. It's definitely uh, broadened everybody's job title. Um, so when you think anymore now, um, you know, we're looking at more hiring um, somebody who's definitely flexible and willing to jump in and help where needed. So, you know, when, when it comes time for us to gear back up, I'm not going to be looking for a front desk agent or a front desk manager. I'll be looking for someone who's also willing to help in housekeeping. It's definitely more of an operational manager role, um, definitely something that people will be willing to jump in, help out wherever the team is needed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, uh, you sort of have to be a, a jack of all trades, master of none, as they used to say, right? That's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, for sure. Uh, but, you know, always being a master of being pleasant at the front desk and bringing that good attitude and vibe to it as well. Um, yeah, we can sense that since we live here, we definitely get that from you. Um, you have a, a really phenomenal team. Um, I, I can't list all of the people up front, but Lamia and Erica, Artun, um, you probably could name all the rest. I'm sorry, they're not <laughs> quickly coming to my head at the moment, but they're just amazing people. And, um, how have they, how has the company culture at the front desk um, changed? How have they been accepting having a more broader title or not title, but um, a broader, broader uh, sense of responsibilities? Sure. So, I mean, it's, everybody realizes, which is good. It's, it's one team, you know, it's, everybody understands kind of the challenges that the hospitality is going through and what everybody's done. And they've been able to jump in and help out where needed. Um, and everyone at the front desk, when it comes to the cake, I know it's not what you normally do, um, but they're definitely happy to take it on and they're definitely happy to help out and learn in other departments, uh, which honestly only helps their growth further down the road. Um, you know, we, when we hire, we always want to hire for personality, not necessarily technical skill, especially at the front desk. Um, so that's definitely something that we focus on. Like I can, I can teach somebody how to, how to check someone in you know, how to use the system or how to jump into housekeeping and inspect a room. I can't teach someone to be a good person or to be have a good personality. So, I mean, luckily, I'm blessed that we have a team that has that great personality um, and they bring that out to the guests and, and really everybody that walks through those front doors. So, so I would probably say your, your secret sauce there is in the hiring now. It's uh, to maintain the good company culture that you already have in place and to sort of maintain that, that team, that, that sense that you guys all have up there. Cause it's so evident that you guys have something special. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. 
Um, you know, we've, you know, we've had Erica who's been with us for years. So she's seen the hotel before. Um, and actually she used to work in housekeeping. So, you know, you always, but she had that great personality in housekeeping. It's like, that's not, it, that's not the right spot for you. You know, you, you're definitely great with the guests. You, she's cleaning rooms, but she would be better with that personality at the front desk helping out there. Um, so it just allows us for that flexibility, but also, you know, it, it helps her advance in her career too. Well, I think uh, it's great that as a leader, you can um, see when somebody has a certain skill set that's not even being, that's underutilized, right? And to be able to um, groom them for other things. I mean, I think that's all anybody could wish for when they come into a job that they're hired maybe because they have a certain something. They might not have all the skills, but they know they're trainable, but then also to know when you're there if you're recognized for having, um, you know, a great personality for a front desk or, you know, that type of thing that, that there's option there that you could be recognized for that and moved to something higher up. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, it's definitely putting people, putting people in the right place Mm -hmm. where they belong. Mm -hmm. And yeah, she was definitely one being underutilized being there. So, and she's been fantastic at the desk and, um, you know, ever since COVID and we've had to limit staffing, um, we're happy to have her back to, to help out wherever needed. Um, and really kind of, especially keeping the right people in the right places mm-hmm. that can jump and do everything. Yeah, I think that um, that's probably one of the main reasons why your company culture is so strong here is just that um, uh, everybody can partake in almost any job, which is really important in hospitality because it's, you know, uh, hospitality is like a home in a way that it's, it's open 24, seven, 365. Mm-hmm. So you need to be able to have people that, um, can play a lot of different roles, but, um, to have a healthy company culture, I think you probably need to have personalities that are willing to do that. That's oh, not absolutely. always the case. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're, they're few and far between. They're definitely hard to, hard to come across. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Nice. And how long have you been with yours, Charlie? Uh, ever since we took over the hotel about, uh, I'd say, almost three years now. Well, it's nice that uh, you were here from the beginning because you you take ownership of it in a different way, right? Yeah, you really, it's it's nice to look back on it and see, hey, this is, I, I remember day one walking this building uh, back when it was a Marriott and seeing everything. And, it was it was something else, uh, and to see the transition that we've done, even taking it from when it was a Marriott to the Wink is what it used to be called prior to the renovation, and then now even after the renovation and kind of what this hotel's become, it's drastically changed for the better, in my opinion. That's nice. It's kind of like uh, you all are working together, but it's like you're building a house together, right? Mm-hmm. The perfect house. Um, so you probably have bred a healthy company culture by just doing that exercise together, which is completely different from running a hotel, right? So you've sort of built a home here together at yours truly. It's really nice. For sure. I have to say, I'm, I'm here all the time. I really like it. <laughs> We're happy to have you here. That's for sure. Well, thank you, Nick Allen. I really appreciate that you came on uh, Culture Factor 2.0. And um, I'm going to see you probably at the front desk. I'll be around for sure. <laughs> Please join Culture Factor 2.0 with yours truly in a part two edition where we'll get to talk with the general manager and the manager of Mercy Me.